Welcome, this is Let's Talk It All, I'm Jeff. And I'm Anvil. And uh, we are back together again like Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde, Hem and Royd, Royd. Sif and Liss, so... <laughs> Joe Blow from Idaho. Yeah, that'd yeah, be it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're back. Uh, sooner than usual. I think, we yeah. only, I think we only took two weeks off Yeah, only time. two weeks. But, two you know, I had something come up. I had the funeral at Ricky. Uh, yeah. Ricky's grandma yeah. passed mm-hmm. away. She lived a few blocks from here. She was 94, 95. She was up there. Uh, Ricky and I go way back. He's Ricky and the Blue Shadows. Great little oldies band. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yep, and I've sang with the band before. Uh, great guys. And uh, so I went to the viewing for that. Uh, unfortunately, those things aren't planned. So I had to cancel my aspect. And then, yeah. of course, in the, then last week, I you were busier. I felt no, I felt felt all right during most of the day, and then I don't know. I got home and I was just like, ugh, I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything. Then it was down Tuesday too, so I was kind of sick. But it was just one of those things that just dropped out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, uh, I saw a post to Alani, and I it wasn't the same day. It was a few days later. Something about if you don't feel good or you don't want to. Just want to lay home and relax. It's some kind of post. Yeah. Fight. And I started commenting on it because I didn't read it was right. to Alani. And I almost put down, you know what? Just pile one out. You'll feel better. Dude, I'm so glad I didn't hit post. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> pile one out. Pile one out. Feel better. Mm. I have something for you. Oh, when I was you in Carlisle, almost buying Where? the Carlisle? 1979 almost, almost Trans, that Am. Trans Am. Yep, 1979 Trans Am, and it was a W six package, so it had the you know the oh, you nice. know foil disc brakes and the heavy duty suspension system. The Burt Reynolds package. Yeah, it just wasn't yeah. black and didn't have T tops. Well, um, it didn't have, but it was you know oh, brown yeah. and it had been repainted and there was some iffy things in the car I noticed, but you know for what I was going to pay for the car. Iffy things. It would have been okay. You said you it, was, know, it was nine, right? They wanted eleven five with best offer. You know, and I'm like, we take nine for it. Well, you know, all right, I'll take nine. You know, you know, you had yeah. But I, I found something. I bought one for myself. I bought one for Connor. I bought one for Keegan, and I bought one for you. Oh, there we go. It is in the one of the real tree camouflages, and it's. Trump 2020, keep America great. Thank you very much. And it's made in China. Nice. It's made in China. <laughs> nice. China collusion. That's what it is. There you go, sir. Yeah, fat. You're going to have to call that a little bit. Get that a little bit. A little bigger. <laughs> Feel I wore mine out. The Keegan wore his. And I. I had Connor where as we went to uh, early Mother's Day yesterday for my mom and yeah, daughter, yeah. we went to Outback, nice. and I was hoping that some of them would start with me. And no one nothing. did. Nope. No. Made war, you know, made, made in America. In yeah. It's too fucking funny. <laughs> I bought a Made in America gotcha. shirt. I was really Made in America. Classic. So it said, you know, USA, Made in America right. 2019. I wore that and my Trump hat. Nobody started with me. I was really disappointed. That one. Nah, and nah. I wore it. Oh, you know, I wore the hat to, um, there's a little... Pub over here that makes their own brewery, microbrewery, mm-hmm. right on Main Street and Chase. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right off. And Heather goes there all the time. So we went there the other night and I wore the hat. She was begging me not to, but I did anyway. Because <laughs> they're leftists. Um, and the people who go there are very lefty learning. And I thought for sure that would be the place I'd get kicked out of and make a YouTube video. You know, it yeah. didn't happen. So yeah. I bummed out of it. 
Yeah, well, you know, that's... Hopefully they'll listen to the show. I've dropped off a ton of cards, so you're just in the kick me out next time. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking perfect. We made your dream come true, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I don't know. This is... I get it. There's a lot of Trump haters out there, but... I don't think people are coming over to his side, but I think there's a certain percentage there, like, especially with all the events going on right now. Two and a half years, all of a sudden, Mueller report comes out, and... Nothing. There's not... Well, right, and there's, you know, and now it's all... Now they're they're splitting hairs. Now, is it really nothing, or is it just not enough to... Oh, Arrest no. him, or is oh, it? Well, he's not really exonerated, right, right. but there isn't enough to. Wait, wait, wait. We knew that was going to happen, though. Well, yeah, we knew that. Oh, was yeah, happen. this is just in Congress. The dummies—they're going to actually do it. They're going to keep pushing this impeachment thing, and it's not going to go anywhere. No, but they're going to push it, and it's killing them. They don't understand how much people don't care about it now. The report came out. They're good. They want to move on to other things. They want to move on to the stuff that affects them every day. You know, living wages, shit like that. You know, health care costs. This is the stuff that people want to move on to. Border control. You know, there's all kinds of issues that really matter to people. You know, education. They do not care about this. And the dummies don't get it. You know, they're not getting anything done other than this. And people are sick of it. They're they're already two years of it. Two and a half years. They're sick of it. Right. But the the dummies are still... $40 million spent. They're still working on the playbook that whatever happens, we can blame Trump. Right, and it's, it's not it's that not they investigate. Working. It's not that they investigate him for two and a half years. It's that's Trump. Right. If, if it wasn't Trump, they wouldn't do the investigation. But it's not. They didn't want to do the investigation. Right. They really didn't want to do the investigation. Right. But it's Trump's fault. Right. It's Trump's, Trump's fault. fault. Trump's fault. So, so yeah, I caught bits and pieces of uh, the Attorney General. Um, oh God. And then you have all these whatever his name states. is. Oh, we're not going to. We're we're not. No, no. Can't be on a ballot if not. But see, but the states will probably, it's a federal election. And the oh, California. The Constitution, New York State's one of them, too. Oh, New York State tried to do that, too? There's 17 states or 18 states. I just saw the, I just yeah. saw the thing about California. But, um, and they're all lefty states. Um, the thing is, though, the Constitution already deals with this, and it's a federal law, has nothing to do with the states. They cannot put, the states cannot put any other requirements on a presidential election. They're not allowed to. It's in the Constitution. In order, that has, the Constitution has to be amended. For them to say Trump can't be on the ballot because he didn't release his tax returns. That actually has to be a constitutional amendment. So, folks, if you're worried about that, it's not going anywhere. It's completely 100% against the Constitution. It's not even debatable. It's not even a question mark when it comes to this. Not even. And they knew this. The dummies in the states knew this. And if they didn't, they're really dumb politicians. Well, they're dumb because they think they can do whatever they want and get away with it. So, the, yeah, the AG's on Capitol Hill talking to him about the report and stuff. And... He pointed out, he goes, it was never, it was never our job to exonerate the president. That's not what you do in these events. That's not what a law enforcement officer does. They they get the facts and decide there's enough to proceed with charges or whatever the case is. So he was basically saying, I don't know why people are, I don't know why it said in the report that, you know, Mueller didn't necessarily exonerate him, but well, because it's not the job. Because that's that should, that is that is wording you should never see in a report by a special prosecutor. 
exactly. You know, so, and now they're trying to get, you know, trying to drag more. And this guy, it's been, what, a month now since your report came out, something like that? Don't you think if there was something, like, if the AG totally misrepresented what was in that report, don't you think this guy would have at least up and said, hey, that's probably not the most accurate description of what I did for the last two years. Right. But he hasn't. But they think dragging him in front of it, it's just gonna. It's all smoke screen, people. It's all smoke and mirrors. But it's good. It's good for. Uh, it's good for. It's, no, it is because I'm telling you, it's hurting them more than it's helped them, and well, they don't yeah, get it. They don't get it. Look at. Just look at. Okay, again, the ratings came out a week ago for CNN, mm -hmm. and again, for 36 weeks in a row or 42 weeks in a row, it's something crazy now. 42 months actually. Not weeks. Sorry, 42 months. months. They've been getting clobbered. I mean, and this is not even an exaggeration, people. The Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, all rank higher in CNN now. Fox News controls the top five. The top five of all shows. You know, not Fox News. I know. People are, and their memberships going up. People are actually, the viewers of Fox is almost double of what CNN is now. Almost double. And you can actually combine CNN and MSB, uh, NS, MSN, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, yeah. Combine them together and Fox has more viewers. And they're gaining because people are sick and tired of this shit. And I'm telling you, this is a winning thing for us. I'm like, yes, keep going. Keep pushing this stupid issue, you dummies. You're costing yourselves the election again. Please keep going forward. You're doing great. Keep up the good work. Yeah, but yeah, it, it is. And what's sad is that it trickles down. It trickles down to. We've got our own little local. Scandal gate going on. I don't know if you've Fred. 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 Our boy, my boy, Fred. I don't know how you. Feel. I, I like Fred. Oh, I like Fred. I like Fred. Um, Heather meets with Fred and her staff all the time. He responds to his emails. I don't know. I mean, and I get it. It's probably a staff minion, but they come across very. This is Fred saying it to you. I know our show producer's um, boss at the real job uh, is in Fred's wedding. Because uh, her cousin's marrying Fred, you know. So, so apparently, <laughs> back in the day, back in the day, Fred used to be, uh, Fred used to be with the Broome County Sheriff's Department. Yes, he was. And um, apparently, there was a young man that was murdered, and he was. I don't think he was doing the whole investigation. But he was he was tied to the investigation somehow, and. Got to know the mother, and after the case was over the first time, the first trial and all this stuff, apparently there, there was there was some <laughs> consensual shenanigans, and uh, it didn't last. It didn't last. It was they, you know, supposedly passion. passion. Yeah. Well, you know, they were. He was he was at a conference locally. Well, not local, local, but he was at a conference at a hotel. She showed up. You know, blah blah blah, bing bang, bang boom boom. boom. Yeah. So, no hokey pokey happened. Now, now all of a sudden, four five years later, it's a Me Too incident that he took advantage of this woman while she was in an emotional no, state because of death of her son. Which, okay, I can see where son, you know, that might be the case, but. I don't believe he took advantage of it. I think, I think there are some opportunities this woman has with how she handles personal relationships, and 
Fred probably, and it got, he, he obviously got smart about it because he didn't stay very long and got out. Yeah. He saw something. Yeah, he saw it. He saw a red flag or something, yeah, got out. Big red flag. Um, but now this whole thing has surfaced, and so now it's all about people calling call for his resignation and all this other for for what for what he didn't do anything wrong it's he had a consensual relationship that in hindsight probably was not the best judgment call on his part but didn't violate any ethics or rules of conduct on a professional level um and now, you know, they, they you know, he, he kind of held off on his response. I, I give him credit for staying quiet for the first few days that all this started to hit the fan. But he's now, you know, he's gotten he's gotten into it. He, he put out at least, I think he's, I've seen at least one video where he has answered the charges and said, I'm not resigning. This is, this is, this is nonsense. This yeah. is vindictive. This is politics. And I'm not, I'm not caving to it. Yeah. And, in in his talk there is the way he talks about other things. Um, early part of last week, uh, one of the one of the city city senators from the Bronx or Queens or wherever uh, brought up his, his introduced a bill at the Senate level. Where they want anyone that owns a firearm yeah, to so, carry a million dollars worth really, of insurance. That's a, that goes back to 2018. The first day I brought this up, by the way. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So, so new. This and uh, you know, and the, it's the the guns have been on their agenda since January one, when the new political season started. And uh, you know, I fired off an email to to Fred. I said, "Hey, I hope to God." <laughs> I hope to God that you are all over this and you are in no way going to just stay quiet when they're trying to push this crap through. And basically, email I got back was absolutely no way I'm staying quiet on this, James. And I'm keeping my eye on it. And I will, as always, go after anything that goes after the Second Amendment. Well, you should get with your little buddy Donna, too, then, because she'll have a hand in this shit, too. Yeah, Donna, I haven't talked to Donna lately. So. You, know, you better, because uh, you need Democrats, too, at this point, to say no mm -hmm. in New York State. So, yeah, so it trickles down, and now local groups. It's not local just handguns, it's, it's shotguns, too. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, I, oh I know, but I any, got any kind of gun, yeah. any kind of gun. Yeah, I got them, too. Any kind of gun, <laughs> any kind of gun. Um... You know, and I didn't look in to see, you know, what were the premiums would be on this. But the question that was raised, and I thought it was a good question, was, so someone breaks into your home, you use a gun to defend yourself, uh, you may not be the best shot in the world, so you don't kill them, you just wound them, and now they turn around and sue you because you have a million dollars worth of insurance, because now you shot them. Now, <laughs> and just laughing, but you know they're going to win that suit in your right. state. That, you know, probably the intent was not to rob you at all, just to break in and try to get shot, wounded. Well, in that case, you shoot to kill. And 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 you should always shoot to kill. Shoot to kill. Yeah. Um, 
that's not a harsh statement. That's a that's a factual statement. If you if you're going to use a firearm in your self protection, you're not there to wound. You're not there to scare. You're not there to intimidate. If you pull the gun and intend to use it, if you use it, you need to be ready to accept the fact that you are going to kill someone. Yep. This wounding or shoot the gun out of their hands or whatever. Oh, malarkey. Fucking put the shots, center mass, don't stop till the clip's empty. Magazine, sorry. Just clipped it. You know, for our liberal friends that are listening to them, see what I'm talking about. But, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, so this is just... It trickles down at all levels think that they can pull this crap and that anything is open game for calling for resignations and calling to people. Crap. Bullshit. If anything, I hope our politicians take take the take a look at Trump and say, if he can hang in there for two and a half years with this kind of abuse, I'm good with this. Yep. Yep. This thing going to phase me in the least. No, probably fine. Oh, yeah. He'll blow right over Lefties, you know, and it's it's not even his campaign. It's it's the the it's the local district attorney campaign that really kind of sparked this all up because the Democrats got their guy running, the Republicans got their guy running. Fred kind of took a stand with the Republican guy, and then all of a sudden the Democrats are all over this. Fred needs to step down. So, but yeah, it's and there's so much going on right now. Uh, Venezuela. All the chaos in Venezuela. Well, I, I think right now, yeah, that's bad. All kinds of shit going down. You got China in there. You got Russia. We're over there with our advisors. You know, our CIA people, whatever. You know what's going on. Well, because uh, we're we're back in the rebels. Yeah. So. so all kinds of shit's going down. But we just sent uh, a battle fleet uh, over to the Persian Gulf because yeah. of Iran. Iran was making. Apparently, they picked up on chatter in the past two weeks, um, and it was very intense, which, you know, DEFCON 4 basically went down in the Pentagon, where they're like, all right, this is not normal, this is way beyond what's normal, so, uh, yeah, the York, I think it was the Yorktown, was the Yorktown set, the Yorktown Battle yep. Fleet, yeah, yep. uh, so they're on their way now, uh, they'll be there shortly, um, and of course, um, you know, we have Israel have our back as well, so uh, I... It, this could be because we we push Iran right to the wall, and uh, they could do something pretty stupid. Even maybe through a third party, but if it's through a third party, like Hamas or something, they're going to go after them. We're going to go after Iran. Yeah. We're going to bomb the shit out of the other people too, but we're going to go after Iran because they, you know, we're going to be able to prove that they pushed it. And uh, and then Russia's. Gonna, this is what I was talking about. The confrontation's coming. Yeah. This is it. This is what this is the one. I said Middle East. I thought it was be Venezuela. I got wrong. Remember, I said I think I was wrong. It could be Venezuela. But now I'm like I'm like whoa, Jeffy may be right on this one. Yeah, baby. So uh, here we go. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough ride Hold coming on. up. <laughs> and Trump told China to go fuck off on a trade deal. Well, yeah, there's that. But that's good. But I said that was gonna happen. Yeah. And they're gonna come back and soon. Gonna be riots in China. You watch. They're coming soon. I'm telling you they're coming soon. I've been watching because, look, I get these, I watch on YouTube, right? And the reason I know, like, all these little details about so much little stuff is because in the morning, every morning I wake up at 6 a.m. and I have a cup of coffee if I don't go to the gym. And if I do go to the gym, like, 6 a.m. I have the coffee and back home. 
and I sit and I watch YouTube and I watch uh, all these different experts on money. You know, they're the people who go against the establishment. Like, look, at, here's the graphs. And they have all these different graphs you can look at. And, you know, from 1940 to today, 1929, and all this cool shit. It just blows your mind. So I watch all these economic shit. So I know what each country is doing and what they're doing with their uh, currency, manipulating in which way. And, you know, the money they're pumping into where and why they're doing it and why it's bad. And so I, I, I get a good understanding of uh, more, much more than, uh, believe it or not, that people who tell you invest your money, like uh, uh, Charles Schwab or some right, shit like right, that, right. I know more about fiat money than the people that are push, taking people's money or Morgan Stanley and mm -hmm. investing your money for it. I actually, somebody, I know more than some of these because I, I you know, I, I watch this stuff. See, so I know, you know, so I know what's going to happen. I know it's going to happen in China. I already know what's going to happen. And then I watch, you know, the world events. So I'm like, so did I get on that? I'm like, oh, okay. So this one's aligned with that. This person's over here. And, okay, they've got the backroom deal going on this side. So I understand all the players, you know, and I see where Russia's positioned. And I see where Iran's positioned. And I, and I see what Ukraine's doing. Ukraine's playing the game, too. Oh, God, yeah. All Constitution's been, you know, suspended. We're going to be invaded by Russia any day. It's only to get, you know, mm -hmm. us to give them more arms. Right. You know, I mean, it's like, this is one big fucking game all over the place. It's crazy. But that's the only reason I know so much shit. If I'm not psychic. I just really pay attention I know you shit. do. I know you do. But, like, you have to hear it because... I trust you for actual facts. I just go with whatever shit. See you see why it's launching. 13 inches. World record, folks. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Um, so, yeah. So, Venezuela, that's, that's crazy that's going on. And we're back in that. I mean, that was Fred. Um, part of the thing I saw that I thought were funny. Uh, headline that... Uh, and this kind of goes back to it. It's always Trump's fault. It's always Trump's fault. Um, basically, whoever it was was saying, you know, with everything in Putin and Russia and blah, this, that Trump's making us, America, look like a circus. I'm like, really? Trump? Trump's doing this? You don't think maybe it's all the other swamp drillers? And both sides. Don't get, I, 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 I would hope people know by now that Jeff and I really aren't politically oriented one way or the other, probably never be oriented Democrat, but we know that there's Republicans that are pieces of shit out there too. Oh yeah. There's you know lots of so George Bush Senior. We Dead know now. we know we know we we in no way are uh, saying it's you know yay go Republicans but um these are the idiots making us look like a circus. Yeah. yeah. It, all, all they had to prove was collusion. They had two and a half years to do it. And they couldn't. So now they're just grasping everything else. They want his tax records. They they connected him to a porn star and having a relationship with a porn star. And that went absolutely nowhere. And The fake dossier. The right? fake dossier. Which, which Sean was used, McCain had a hand in. Piece of shit Republican. Which was used to get <laughs> warrants to do this all. And I really, you know, a lot of the, in my opinion, a lot of the evidence that's been found on all these other people that are around him yep. that have gone down... It should be thrown out. You can't tell me that once they proved the dossier was crap, and that was what was used to get FISA warrants and things like that, that that warrant is now, should be now, illegal. And any evidence gathered from that should be illegal. And these convictions should be turned over. I, I would have no problem Trump turning around and releasing these people. Well, I think... Under um, his powers of pardon ship. Once... 
this dies down, and it will, because people are so sick of it, there, there is going to be a Republican push to investigate people who started all this shit on false bullshit. They're going to they're going to trace, it already started actually, it already yeah. started tracing, and the FBI is in, but the Department of Justice is involved. It's going to get, uh, it's going to be very interesting, and right around election time for Democrats, which is going to look good, once the shit starts coming out, yeah. not WikiLeaks, I mean, actual documentation, you know, from the federal government, what the Democrats are doing, um, I think that's when the shit's really going to hit the fan from them, and it's really going to sink their boat. Um, I'm a little concerned about my prediction about gingerbread. <laughs> um, yeah. I, she's only pulling one percent, and I thought by now it should be five or ten. So I'm a little concerned. Uh, Beto has faded, which I did predict would happen. Um, I'm surprised Joe Biden's doing as well as he is so far, uh, but I don't see him getting a nomination. I don't I see Bernie. It's going to be a woman. I just yeah. thought for sure it'd be Gingerbread. It may be the one that slept her way to the top. You know what's her name? Camilla. Yeah, it could be her. Harris. Yeah, I don't know. it could be her. But uh, it's going to be a woman, and it's going to be a woman for, uh, running mate. Um, yeah, that's that's what I see happening. So yeah, right. I'll be we'll shocked keep, if it's a man. We'll keep, that's we'll all I'm saying. We'll keep, really we'll keep watch on that. We'll keep watch so, on that. Of course, the gay guy that's running. You know, I mean, okay, it yeah. could be both. There's a gay guy running. Too. There's a gay guy running. Pretty good. Yeah. He's a mayor or some shit. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, maybe a congressman. He's doing polling pretty good. He's like three or four percent. Yeah. He's like a nobody. I mean, like, doesn't have a lot of money, but he's pulling all right. He's got, he's got some decent ideas. They're not all bad. Um, you know, I mean, then I hear some of the other shit, and I'm like, all right, he's a Democrat. But some of the other stuff's not that bad of an idea. Uh, different way of looking at things, which is what we need anyway. You know? We do. It's good, do. and that's what makes these, these uh, you know, you got, uh, you got, uh, ACO or AC, whatever, what's her name? AOC. 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 You know, she's saying, oh, Democrats play nice. You know, the running, the one running for president, she wants to be the party of love. And that's all the bullshit she came up with, whatever the crap came out of her mouth this time. But that's the worst advice you can give because you want them to attack each other because you, you can't let them go. Whoever wins can't go into the jungle to face King Kong without being battle tested. They're right. going to get eaten fucking alive. alive. So it's best now to beat the shit out of each other, get all the bad shit out now, and then whoever the top monkey comes out takes on King Kong, which is Donald Trump, okay? They're going to be battle-tested. If they go nice at each other like they have been so far, they're fucking doomed. I mean, they're already doomed, but they're double-doomed. And it'll just, it plays right into my prediction, second largest margin of uh, victory since Reagan over Mondale. That's how bad of a beating they're going to take. We can all. No, I'm not hoping. I'm telling you what's going to happen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And, you know, I, you know, there was a lot of psychics who told me I was wrong. Not just one, more than one. And I, I kept telling them, no, no, you're wrong. Well, we were both, we were both on that trail. (laughs) We were both on that trail. We were, we, we had plenty of people saying that we were crazy. We were crazy. But, um, yeah, uh, the party is, They are starting to attack, and that's, and that was one thing Democrats never, that was kind of a core belief in their party, is never attack another Democrat, and that's all gone by the wayside, because now well, it's leaning more, more social, socialist, and Biden's and a moderate, that, they don't want Biden. No, they don't, yeah. They hate him, they want him gone. <laughs> but, they hate him with a passion. But they may, 
He's a Clintonite. They may, they may have to lean that way to even have a shot at keeping. Well, here's the thing about Biden. Keeping, keeping you know, the party. A lot of people jumped um, against uh, Biden because, like, well, you know, Obama <laughs> didn't endorse him as soon as he, he said, oh, my good friend Joe is running for president. But that's all he said. He didn't, he yeah. didn't endorse him. He didn't, he didn't, you know, this this is the guy that served you as your vice president for eight years. This is the guy that helped craft your policy. You know, it, 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 this was your running mate. This was your man. This is your guy. And he didn't jump right out, and he still hasn't, and endorsed him. You know, and so people jumped on, you know, about that, like, oh, God, even the, the former president, Obama doesn't want him. So the progressives are loving this. Like, yeah, see, even, because they, they're not very happy with Obama, by the way, the progressives. Oh, yeah. They thought you couldn't do a lot more. So anyway, long story short, but it, in fact, I think it was kind of genius on Obama's part not to, because you got, what, 32, 34 people running for president? Whatever it is, side. whatever yeah, it's crazy. to now. But at some point, it's going to come down to two or three people. This could be, and they changed the rules, so a contested convention is a real thing again for the Democrats, okay? You could literally have three or four people in the final stages with enough delegates where it'd be a contested del- you know, convention, which would be great. And that makes Obama the kingmaker. Because he'll sit down on all four yeah. and say, look, it, I'm going to tell who I want, you know, to the public. I'm tell- it's going to be you, and I need all you support them. Or, you know, you're going to be vice president. You're going to pick that. Yeah, and, get that. Was- and that's when he's going to be the kingmaker. Yeah. You know, and that makes perfect sense yeah. to me. So he sh- this is the worst time he could do is endorse someone. And dummy progressives don't get that. They're like, oh, hey, yay, you dummies. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Shit, whatever. Basically, an episode of West Wing. I saw, yeah. I saw the episode. Jed Bartlett basically picked his successor. Oh, right? I forgot about that. But this is, but that, okay, that's perfect. That's a perfect yeah, example. Yeah, that's a perfect example. But this is what you need. This is what you, that's why you do not do that. You know what I'm saying? It was different when, you know, Bush Sr. was running and Ronald Reagan was, you know, pushing mm-hmm. him, of course, because they were the incumbents. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a different scenario. Right. You know? Right. So, what else we got? What else I got on my list of crazy shit going on? I got some Bigfoot stories. Oh, good Bigfoot stories. Like we were stories. supposed to dinosaurs tonight. Well, I have a little bit of information. Well, like human Because they, they found footprints, but older I didn't human do footprints. enough on that. So we That's fine. Right. 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 Lots of shows. Lots of shows. Lots of time. Uh, Alright, I know you're probably not a fan, but we'll talk about this just because to show you just... How, Which how, not my how thing. Off, I told you before I'm not in. Uh, well, you, you, you know, I you know you like them, to. You let them film, though. <laughs> you let them <laughs> film. Um, well, and there's kind of midget porn. Uh, Game of Thrones. Have you watched it all? Have you ever seen I it? have the first four seasons on DVD. I've oh, do you? Every oh, book. you do watch it. I've wa- I have every book. Okay. I've read it at least three times each one. All right, well. I, have, I was a big fan of Game of Thrones before anyone knew who they were. If first, the first book came out. Okay, and I got it in big hard copy before the little paper. I read mm-hmm. that. Oh my God, this is the, one of the best authors I've ever lived. Then other so, people caught on and become a huge success. Okay, so, so season eight just kicked off a few weeks ago. Don't worry, and, I'm watch it. All right, well, <laughs> maybe spoiler alerts. Um, so they get into the big battle with the night, the <laughs> night winter king, whatever the whatever the. Crusty looking white guy is. And big bad. A lot of people die. You can't figure that, so that reason. Yeah, that's the other So within within days, and some of the big groups that died off in, in droves, droves, shall we say, were the 
Dothraki and the Unsullied. Yep. And so what's what's the fucking article that we see, we find? Game of Thrones, killing off immigrant populations. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. No. It is a big thing that oh, that God the Game of Thrones God. is is sending the wrong message to the public and da 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 left wing progressive fuck. So so too funny. I just I just I I couldn't even make myself read the article. I just read the headline and said, yeah, too much. So I always tell Lonnie, any publicity, because we always just talk about when we had the shop and stuff. Yeah, and it's good. No she said what. she says, Don't well, don't do the I said, No, I said, any why are they gonna come here and protest us and pick it outside and bring the, <laughs> bring news crews down and stuff? I said, any publicity is good, good publicity. publicity. That's right, get your name out there. Absolutely. So uh so the episode that aired Sunday, there's a scene, and this really isn't a big spoiler, but where you doesn't focus in on it, but you can see on this banquet table in this dark hall where people are drinking and partying and playing, you know, whatever. It doesn't look quite right. It doesn't look quite like a cup or a grail or a tankard or a horn yard, whatever. And I kind of noticed it. I didn't think much of it. But I really didn't care. But apparently, 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 it was a Starbucks coffee. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And people are losing their motherfucking minds over this. <laughs> that that the, that there was, and it wasn't a big one. It wasn't a Vente. It was one of the right. little, yeah. whatever the little sizes. The I don't know, whatever it is. Vente is big. I just get that one. Um, but people are losing their fucking minds over the fact that, that they missed this Starbucks coffee. Maybe it was put there on purpose. And I'm thinking, first of all, if you really think that a multi-million dollar an episode production missed the Starbucks coffee cup, either during shooting, because I'm sure they didn't get the shot in one take, uh, post-production, or whatever, you're insane. This was, this is... And I'll guarantee you, whoever leaked it probably worked for the studio. Well, because this was a chance to fire up the fan base and get them talking and get them going. I just think it's funny. It, it, it could have been done on purpose, um, which I grant, which is a real possibility. But there have been some major mistakes in films in the past, like Lord of the Rings, gigantic production. The cars are in the back of the fucking field driving by. I mean, the first movie you saw that. You know, so there are times when things get fucked up and no one catches. They're like, "Oh fuck," you know. I mean, (laughs) but this it'd be it'd be like us taking a picture of us here, and there's a skull shot glass here, and we claim we didn't know it was there. It, 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 when you, the cup is sitting right in front of one of the main characters. I'm kidding. I'm just telling you. I'm sorry. They, whether it was up there on purpose or not, someone had to have seen it there. And when they said, "Hey, wait, my Starbucks coffee cup was there," someone said, "Fuck it. We're not reshooting. We're not taking it out. Leave it there. See if the fans catch it. It'll be. It'll be a laugh. It'll be a ha ha." But fans are losing the money. It's over. People are pissed. They're pissed. They're pissed at HBO. 
for doing such a poor production. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Save it save it for your blog, you, yeah. you idiot fuckers. But um I had something. Uh oh. Yeah, it's nothing major. What do you got? I just want to tell you what I did this week. Okay. Um, so you know, Super Camaro's been worked on left and right. You you know everything. True. There, true. You know. uh, so our big plan this past weekend, Sunday or uh, Saturday, was to take it up to Lebanon, New York, and to drag race it at the actual NHR drag strip, NHRA drag strip, I should say. So I made sure I had all the safety equipment required and the right type of helmet and everything mm-hmm. else, and I. <clears throat> rushed through repairs in the car. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, one of the things we were doing, and I don't, I don't think I told you this, but um, the, sp- uh, the speedometer cable that goes in the transmission uh, was leaking. So I had bought a new, you know, seal and shit like that. It's, like, it's not real seal, it's a little more complex than that. But anyway, long story short, taking it out, there's a little gear that goes in and connects to another gear off the speedometer. So you pull it out, it's like a hole like up this big, right? Smile. The guys, it's like a quarter size, okay? And uh, anyway, I told Connor, don't move whatever you do because these gears have a bad habit of slipping into the transmission and you can't get them out. At the exact moment I had my finger on it, he got up and kicked my leg when I'm underneath the car, which pushed my whole body, which forced my finger to push <laughs> the Shit. Yeah, gear into the transmission. So there I am going, all right, well, what turned to be a half an hour practice turned into like six hours. I got to drop the drive shaft, take the back of the transmission off, and oh, I'm pissed off, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this because the way I jack up the car, it's in park. I take it out and drive. It's not in park anymore because, you know, there's no drive shaft hooked up. All right. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I can't do it that way. So I'm like, oh, I just bought this high dollar shop back, which is on the floor behind us. Get it? Yeah, five amp, like so heavy duty power one. Sucking it out. Yeah, so you know, so I had Keegan run down and got it. I connected it to the hole underneath the car, and it did a great job of sucking all the transmission fluid out, <laughs> Left but the not the part. The yeah, so the parts in there. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, God. So I called my uh, expert, uh, my uh, car guru, who lives down in Florida now. He used to own up. Down there now, he builds high-performance cars and race motors and shit like that. I, I told him what happened. He said, don't worry about it. It doesn't go inside the transmission. It can float around in there. It'll be fine. He just put another gear in there if you want and just stick it back together. I said, okay. So I left it in there. Now, in the process of getting to it, I had to move, um, adjust the shifting cable for the shifter around and stuff like that. So I put the car back down after I put everything back together. I didn't even put a new gear in it. And like I have extra gears, but I'm not, I'm not doing it today. I just want to get this shit. I, other stuff I need to get the car already done. You know, mm-hmm. different stuff, just the valve, shit like that. So got everything done. And of course, I had to go for a walk, help to get to the homework. There's all this shit going on that right. I have like right. two right. hours right. to bust my balls, get shit done. <laughs> and you know, so Friday night comes. I'm like, we gotta go to bed early. Nope, had to go out. Had to go out, meet people out. Of course, we had to go. The one night I told her I couldn't go, had to go. Had to go. So by the time I get to bed, it's 11.30. Because, you know, we yeah, had a couple of drinks. and had a little fun before you go to bed. So 2 o'clock in the morning, thunderstorm rolls through. The window's wide open. I'm wide away. Now, the track is three hours away. So I literally have to leave 5.30 latest to make tech inspection. Right. So I'm up at 2. I can't fall back to sleep. Finally, 3.30, I fall back to sleep. 4.30 alarm goes off. I'm like, fuck you. You know, so there I'm up. I have no sleeping whatsoever. I'm just sitting there. You feel like that drunk. And you're not drunk, but you're just like so tired. I like to really when I do this. I promise you, okay, I wake up together. I woke up Connor. Got everything together. We're rushing around. 
Also, the shit wasn't in the car yet. I forgot half my tools. So we get in the car, pull out, we get down the... This guy on the street down here, Main Street, and it starts making this weird fucking noise. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's like this rattling noise, right? And I'm thinking, ah, it's got to be the gear inside. You know, fuck it, I ain't worried it's about gotta it. It's got to be the gear yeah, inside. Yeah, So we get to Walmart, we buy chops, we put the number in the car, you know, all this other yeah. shit in the window. Get on the highway, and it's getting really bad. And I'm like, fuck it, we're going. <laughs> so I just turn up the radio and turn up the radio. <laughs> I love it. And it's like, the noise. So, we stopped for gas, everything's working fine, a little food, get back on the road, we're going. It's raining the entire time all the way, there. Yeah. raining. So what do you think we get there three hours later and get there, trash goes right now, right? <laughs> Man. So, but it's okay because when I came, I'm like, fuck it, turn the car around and stop at the gas station, stop, with the throat and park, the gear lever just floats all over the place, no park. No neutral, no reverse, no first gear, no second gear, just drive. All we had was drive. drive. So I turn out the car and it's on a hill, so it starts to roll because there's no fucking park and it won't stay and drive, it's not going to stop the car. Right. So I'm like, all right, Connor, run around the other side of the car. You're going to jump in and put your foot on the brakes so I can put gas in the car and then get home. You'll pay time to put gas in the yeah, car. Yeah, so there he goes, put gas in the car, get back in the car, drive home, right? Three hours later. So outside of Unadilla, we hit this huge pothole on accident. Car turns off. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm over on the side of the road. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now, immediately I would have thought, like, electrical problem. You hit something and everything turns off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You would have thought. Yeah. No, I was thinking timing chain. I'm thinking the worst. Right, right. Worst Absolutely. thing possible to happen. Timing chain, right? Absolutely. So I pull over. God damn. Pop the hood. And I, first thing I checked the coil wire to make sure it didn't pop off. MSD ignition. It, it yeah. can't come off. So I made sure it was set. Went through all the plug wires. It's getting, you know, it, it turns over. I checked the fuel pump pressure. It's getting fuel pressure. I'm like, what in God's name is the problem? So I'm looking at the distributor, and I rebuilt the distributor myself. I'm looking at the wiring job I did on it, which was, as always, I'm rushing around pretty fast. I'm like, no way. So after 15 minutes of dicking around with that, that's what it was. Mm. So I rewired that on the side of the road. Track trail is going by. Yeah, yeah, good time. I got the car started back on the road. No problem. To get home, right? And I'm curious to why, what happened. Jack up the car underneath it, and the jackass who didn't put the, you know, the shifting cable back in the right place, it got wrapped around the drive shaft. That was the noise I was hearing. It ripped it to shreds. So I had to order a new cable, which was right. 100 bucks. So I just spent, you know, I spent 70 bucks in gas, $25 in food for me and the kid, and $100 in parts, and I even get to race the fucking car. In literally six hours on the road. Six hours on the road. <laughs> that was my Saturday <laughs> with yeah. no sleep. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so I wanted to murder people Saturday. I was I'm not sure in a good mood. You know? I'm sure you did. Yeah, it was not a good day. Not a good day to be with Jeffy Housen. Yeah. That is why I had to pursue careers in candy. <laughs> and none of this would have happened, A, if I just left it alone instead of saying, well, I better change yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or B would have took my time. Fuck you! I'm not going for a walk. Fuck you! You have to give me more work. You know, but no, I'm not that kind of person. So you're not. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. And even tonight, you know, things going on. I'm on on call. I have to go for a walk. I get a call on on call, so I have to rush home at you know Mach 10, so I can do what I need to do for work. And then it's hey, remember uh, the kids need to eat. Um, 
but that one had something to do, so they're gone, and they never fed the kids. So then I didn't feed any kids and trying to clean this up because you were doing a show and finishing my work, and it was just a very stressful day today too. No, no, I'm not mad. Sorry, I'm not, not, yeah, exactly. But I just need, you know, to. Yeah, that's not the one I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, this one. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Good job. So, anyway, um, yeah, so that was uh, my fun lately. Wow. Um, you go on to the next subject, and we can talk about Bigfoot after that. Uh, we can. Uh, so we do have to do a shot. So too. We just do a shot here shortly. Uh, you go ahead. Keep talking. I'll look for shots. so. Headline, and again, who didn't see this coming? Needs to get head slapped. Transgenders dominating women's sports. Yeah, I saw that. Why? Why is anyone even shocked by this? Why does anyone even? Say, gee, I, I never saw that coming. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh! Um, I think it's related to an article where a transgender MMA fighter basically crushed in <laughs> his female competitor's skull during a match. Hmm. Uh, you would hope that common sense would take in it won't. But I don't get it. Well, and I, I think this goes back to one of our, our earlier shows and I was worried about uh, genetics and human enhancement yeah, and well, yeah. robotics and shit like that. Cyborgs. Show three or four, yeah. Yeah, and uh, what this kind of plays into it because we're as I said, mentally we're heading down that path where the transgenders, you know, dominate sports of, of the opposite sex that you were born with. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, we're this is it's going to get worse. We're going to you know, it's going to be where you know the genetics and the enhancements and and the, the cyborgs are going to compete in the same shit. And regular human beings, <laughs> they're going to have no fucking chance no whatsoever. None, no zero, chance. zilch. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's that's what's happening, man. You know, this is the route. I totally disagree with this. Uh, transgender shit. You know, God, uh, nature, well, whatever. It's male, female. That's it. You know, that's a scientific fact. And why we have to dance around and put up special bathrooms and all this other shit is beyond fucking me. And, you know, if they want to play sports, great. You know, put them on the team that they're they're born with. I, or start a transgender fucking, you know, team, you know, between four, four school districts. You know, all the transgenders on here. You well, know, I think there needs, to, there needs to be some rules. There needs to be, you know... If you if you're gonna allow if you're gonna allow a male who obviously hasn't either hasn't gone through the surgery yet or if they have their testosterone levels are still way high that they obviously out muscle their female competition there needs to be some rule that says you know what if you're gonna allow that then you need to start allowing steroids in the athletics yeah. and not penalizing for yeah, it exactly it's no different. Yeah. It's no different than so as long as you call yourself a woman, you can have crazy high testosterone levels and compete. This is and they just need to either make rules that make sense or 
get rid of the rules altogether and, and go from there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think. So here's a here's a here's a ethical question that I think uh, we're just we're just well we're not we're not we we're we're at that point. I thought it'd be a little bit longer than this, but we're at that point. Uh, at what age do if if a if a teen partakes in adult activity. What is the age that they should not be treated like a team? So here's the story. Uh, this is a local story. A 76-year-old man and his 50-year-old daughter were attacked by five Teenagers, ages 13, 13, 14, and 15. No, I'm sorry. 12, 12, 13, 15. Where? I didn't hear about this. That's local. It just happened Saturday night. Oh, no shit. Huh. Uh, Oak Street, down by the high school. Magic Bing's high school. Oh, my mom was lost. Hi, Siri. So, if, are these 12 year olds and 13 year olds and 15 year olds? Protected because they're 12 and 13 and 15 from adult consequences. Like if if my me and my wife were out in five six youths Oops. that are teen or preteen decide to start with verbal, then get physical with with an assault. Are they protected from the consequences that might occur because of that? And I'm held responsible for any injuries that might be on their part? No, no. I, uh, I think Because they're not being, I don't think they're being held responsible for the injuries they caused this guy who put him in the hospital. But they haven't been doing any charges yet. This happened Saturday. I get it's Monday. But, but these little bastards just turned back over to their parents that night. I got a feeling that if this shit went down with me, probably at least one wouldn't be turned over to his parents. The parents would be down identifying him in the morning. But am I am I the bad person because they were just kids? Right, and I, I think it's important to get, we need to get all the facts. We don't know if uh, the 76-year-old man and his 51 or 56-year-old daughter started it. We don't know, you know, if they had baseball bats. According, they according to the article, they were just unloading something, grocery, something out of their car. And these girls, there are girls on top of it, came up and started with verbal, which quickly escalated into a physical attack on... The daughter and the man. Wow. I didn't know anything about this. So at what point? If, at, what, at what point in defending yourself do you... And I've seen other things. I've seen other videos where uh, a guy's punched a teenager that's been up in his face or trying to hit him or trying to take swings at him or threatening his wife and kids or whatever. 
Where, where's the line? Where's the line drawn? Well, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how they're going to handle so how the mall's going to handle it. I know how I would react. If I was in that situation, the girls are not, and oh, yeah. we're being attacked, I would resort to what I know. I would, it, it, if I hurt them, I hurt them. It's not, it is what it is. I wouldn't feel bad about it. I did what I needed to right. defend myself and my family. And I went, and if I got charged up, well, that's the base. I guess, I don't know, whatever, but I'm going to hurt people. And this is how I am. So then this goes you back know? to my wild, wild <laughs> west theory and this, this, the road we're headed down. Right. You know, because that's the way it was. Wild, wild west, that's the way it was. Right. You had 12, 13 year olds that were joining outlaw gangs and. You know, how many people did Billy the Kid supposedly kill before he was I think anytime, anytime there's an attack uh, with three people or more, it should be, there should be a law where it's automatically considered gang activity. Automatically. It doesn't matter the age group. Three three or more attackers, it's a gang. doesn't matter if it's an established gang. doesn't matter. No, I'm saying is right, it doesn't right. matter. Okay. Man, it's, a, it's considered a gang attack. Oh, that's what we should push the front. And Donna, too, is usually age balls. Ooh, she doesn't. Ooh, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> sense for an email about yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, automatic. Three or more attackers, no matter the age group, it's considered a gang. Special law for gang attacks. They got a special attack hate for everything else. Hate crimes. Yeah, hate crimes. Hate crimes. Yep. So, so I, I found that very disturbing. Very disturbing. I think we do shut up. Uh, that's disturbing too. Like so what are we doing right now? Uh, this is Uncle Bob's root beer flavored booze. Oh, here's swimming with. Actually, not to pay a little bite at the end. <coughs> I can drink that. Can I a little vodka bite at the end. But that's right. Well, and luckily, there's more than enough. Yeah, we can do that one. Press it another little later. And then the last thing I got, per se, and I'm sure we can talk about other things, but. So. One of the big bills, one of the big bills in the New York State Assembly this 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 week, this past well not this week we're in now but last week, uh, is the fact that our senators and and, and and assemblymen and women and Senate women and Senate men and whatever uh, are hot on the hot on the uh, the the track of eliminating contact football from youth. Program. Yes, it started here and it's flag football now. Um, <laughs> did you say flag or fag football? No, I, it could be the same thing. Okay. <laughs> um, and I get, I get that we're, we're finding out more and more that on a professional level, when the 250 pound guys hit the 250 pound guys at 20 miles an hour that they're running, and concuss their heads repeatedly, weekend in and weekend out, there could be some brain damage at the end. Well at the end of the career. Right. They 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 could they could they could have some cerebral issues. Um but this this like everything else goes back to what's changed since let's say nineteen seventy two. And you'll say, yeah, well, why are you picking 1972? That seems like an odd number. I'm picking 1972 because 1972 is the year that youth football came to the area. Hot. Vestal, which Vestal's been 
I don't know so much anymore, but Vestal was kind of an innovator with sports and sports activities and has always had a good high school program and stuff. And uh, some of the local, well, the one local entrepreneur, and he taught his friends into helping him, uh, started the Vestal Youth Football League. And he kind of kind of bankrolled it because uh, he had the money to do that. And that was uh, Old Man Harris, not Calvin, not... Not any of the other ones. This is Dwight. This is Calvin Harris's dad. And he ran a line of grocery stores in the area back in the 60s and 70s. And he uh, had a used car dealership up in Owego that did very well. And uh, Dwight Harris was the closest thing to a Rockefeller we had in this area. And uh, he was friends with my dad and my dad's friends, and they all kind of knew each other. Um, so I played. 72, I played youth football. I was in that, was in that premier year of, of when they were brought in. And um, it was full contact. We, we had a condition for, I think it was six weeks of practice, six, seven weeks of practice before we were allowed to have any kind of contact at all. But the games were, you know, full contact. It wasn't lag, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was a very, it was a seven-year-old level of I played football. Week, and I had the pads. Right, you had pads, you had helmet. We were, we were the Green Bay Packers. I had a cup, you wore a cup. We came in second place. My first year. team was the Browns. We, lost we, the we came Bowl. in first. Got my first trophy the in seven. So, and then it progressed, and I, I, I never went on to high school football, I did other sports, I did lacrosse, I did wrestling, things like that. But, again, it seems like we're dumbing down football. Well, um, I knew this was going to happen. I, I mean, they, they took out boxing uh, from schools about 35 years ago. So I knew this was going to happen, and I'm a little concerned, you know, because uh, now, I don't know if I told you, Connor is done with scouts. Yes. We've, we've said goodbye, and uh, you're gonna, he's going to be taking boxing. And just so happens that yesterday, I was in Walmart, Sunday, picking up the early day Mother Day gifts. Oh, yeah. And uh, I went, I ran into John Mitchell, who's now retired, but was a professional fighter from this area mm -hmm. for many, many, many years. He actually won for a few, uh, actually fought for a few world championships. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, and uh, he said, he saw me, and he shook my hand. He goes, you are a gift from God. And I knew right then and there, John was pushing me into something. And he goes, Perfect. you know, Steve, who was uh, years ago, when I ran the boxing program out of the Boys and Girls Club in Ithaca, Steve moved into the area, uh, and he had been in a lot of gyms, uh, but I worked with him. Uh, Older guy, he's probably 65 now. But uh, great shape, great guy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, long story short, I left to move on my life. Steve took over the gym. Steve ended up uh, working with me for my last fight, uh, was my primary trainer for my last fight. And okay. uh, anyway, he's retiring and moving to Texas. So uh, there's going to be no boxing coach. Now, John has been helping out, and another guy has been helping out, Rob. And, uh, but they don't want to do it. They don't want the responsibility. <laughs> so just guess who just got stuck starting in September? It would be in 
boxing girls get? Boys and girls clubs. See how these things Did you really get stuck though? Well, no, I don't want to do it all the time. Three nights a week, and you know, it's a lot of it. You know, it's a commitment. No, they'll be there to help me when they want. It's not oh, like, yeah, they, you know, there'll be nights I'm going to have, you know, 20 people in there and they're not going to show up. I know these guys. I've done this, for, you know, I did this for 12 years before. You know, and that's why I didn't want to do it again. But now Connor wants to trade it, so I'm like, well, I'm going to be there anyway. So right. anyway, but, you know, this is how I met Donna, by the way. Yeah, she, I was totally, to, she totally came right. in. Hey, well, long story short, I could tell she wasn't happy with the boxing program. You know, and I can just see that if they get rid of the flag football, they're going to go after programs like this. You watch Boys and Girls Club boxing, are you crazy? Kids getting punched in the head? Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Yeah, they shouldn't want to defend themselves. Wait till they <laughs> get out on the street and they get knocked down and kicked in the head. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, with the gangs running around that they can't control. Them. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, so that was a critical, critical bill they were pushing this past week it is uh, eliminating, I think. I think they were curbing it to 12 or 13 years of age. There would have to be flag football up to 12 or 13 years of age, which, again, that seems like a really bizarre 7, 12, 13. The seven year olds aren't whacking themselves. There's a, that hard. Actually, South Park. Did an episode on this very thing. The, they already did it. It was like two seasons ago. Oh, and they called it Fag Football. Fag football. <laughs> they did. And Randy was the coach. Oh, it was hilarious. You have to watch that episode, folks. Watch it because that's what's happening. Exactly what South Park did, okay, with Fag Football is what they're doing. Long <laughs> oh, two seasons ago. Um, so, yeah, I, again, I. I get it's important, but is it really what we should be focusing our efforts on? No, no, and that's the thing. Like, they, isn't there greater things to be right. concerned about? We should be looking at New why York are, State. Why is New York the second highest exodus state besides California right now? Why are more people leaving New York than you know any other state other than California to move to other states? Why are New Yorkers leaving? It's taxes. Yeah. You should be worrying about what are we going to do about our taxes, lowering our tax rate. What are you people well, going to do I, I about that, taxes? That, that ship sailed yeah. and when what, they gave themselves raises at yeah. the start of the year. And what are you, what are you going to do? You know, you, People don't want to be associated with a state that murdered babies. I'm sorry, they don't. We, we're the abortion capital of the United States now. That's not a good thing. It's not. And they, they had fireworks going off. <laughs> they passed it in New York City like it was a huge achievement. Yay, abortions for everybody at any time. Yay! It's just, it's, it's insanity. You know, and how can a Catholic governor be okay with this? He signed in the law. Governor Cuomo is supposed to be a Catholic. He's no Catholic. He should have been, he should have been, you know, drummed out, excommunicated by the Catholic well, Church. They don't even do it anymore. Cause the Catholic Church is a bunch of pussies too. He's a new age Catholic. No, there's no such thing as a New Age Catholic. There is a New Age There no, is. No. Oh, oh, yes. No, they go hand-in-hand hand with New Age Nazi Democrats. I get that. <laughs> but there, there is what I would like to think is a New Age Catholic. I might have to look that up if I get that domain name. Um, it, and it, that is being ushered in by the current pope who is just bizarre it's on top of that. Um, and we didn't talk about this last time I was here, and I know that this is, this is not a... This is not a new news thing, but Pope 
Gregory Francis, whatever his name Peter is. Peter Roman. Huh? Peter Roman. Is that who it is? Peter Roman? Okay. Uh, met with the top imam, 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 and basically, you know, came up with this, we're going to be nice to each other's religion kind of pact. Yeah. How does that work? How, do, how does... It doesn't work. How does, how does Islam and Christianity... It is Pope Francis. I do apologize. I don't like to say Peter Roman. It Maybe it's the name of Peter. Okay. Go ahead. I will say. I get that religions can coexist, but they can't coexist in their extreme states. You can't drop Eslabah in the same town where the clan is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And expect it to turn out well for anyone. Um, and the fact that the Pope is capitulating, and I just, it's a, the new age, new age, new age Catholic. So. Well, um, he's a piece of garbage. Well, he is. We did a show about this already. He, he, he has we a big hand in hiding uh, you know, the. Molestations of boys and shit like that. Well, see, that's what I think. It, I think it's a, a, an attempt to a, a, to uh, start to bring the pedophile culture more into the mainstream. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, Sharia law. Sharia you know, law. there's you got that. In um, this act, in New York State, just the other day, it was in the news a couple of days ago. It was Thursday or Friday. I saw the article. Uh, a man, a former school bus driver. Uh, raped a 14-year-old girl and, and uh, uh, probation, probation yeah, so. community service, community service, we got a probation and community service. So rape in New York State is now probation and community service. That's what we've been reduced to. And it's, it goes on the age. It's going, it's just pushed it. Younger is better. Yeah. It's a-okay. Everything's okay now. Do whatever you want. You know, the only time it's not okay is if they commit a crime. No, God, whoa, whoa, it's a minor. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can sleep with them and bang them all you want, but if they commit a crime, they're still a minor. And they can't be charged with that crime. You know, they can well, beat the I, shit out of them. And, and I think that's the, that's the, again, there's 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 alternate agendas. I think this this agenda to get 16-year-olds or 14-year-olds to write the vote. It's ridiculous. But at that point, if you're saying they have, they are at the point mental, their mental capacity is at the point they can make a decision about president, then they can make consensual consent about drinking, about being smoking cigarettes, being having sex, active, owning a gun. I mean, that's you know. Yeah. Well, you know, you know let a fourteen-year-old drive a car. Why the fuck not? Sure, go ahead. Let him. Some states it's okay. Apparently, I don't know. But. Uh, there's some fucked up shit going on, man. Our society's breaking down. And it's we didn't see this. It's breaking yeah, down bad. It's breaking, it's breaking down really bad. And uh, the, the, uh, you know, the, the insane people are running the asylum. You know, that's really, really it's, it's nuts. Um, I, I, I just don't understand it. I'm, I, I feel bad because I feel like I'm out of touch with the left ideas, but they're so far left. They make Trotsky look like he's a moderate. You know, he was the guy that really... You know, propelled, you know, the Bolshevik revolution was Trotsky. Right. You know, uh, if it wasn't for him, I mean, there, there would have been no, you know, uh, revolution. Um, and 
they make him look like a moderate. I just don't, I don't understand. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. You know, anything goes. There's no morals. There's no moral fabric anymore. And there isn't. It's sad. You know, I, you know, on my street, I see it all the time. I see, you know, at 1 o'clock in the morning, there's girls walking down the street. There are 12, 13, 14 year olds in a group. There'll be, a, you know, a group of seven or eight of them. It's 1 o'clock a.m. Why the hell aren't they home? Why are they walking the street to Johnson City? You know, on a Thursday or Friday night. Thursday night. It's a school night. I can't believe I see these kids are waking me up. You know? And the same ones that are... I'm not going to yell at them. God forbid, they might have a gun. I'll get shot. Well, you know? <laughs> the same ones that are proclaiming that Trump is such an immoral person and well, are the same ones that are all for this new level of well, when it comes back to depravity and that's probably too strong but this new level of I don't care I guess that's it I don't care yeah, it's, it's fine except when you're doing it then it's not fine I just you know, Trump, Trump Trump didn't grab someone's pussy on that bus. He just made the comment. Everyone's acting like it's a big deal. Huh? I'm going to sip a little of this. Uh, just drink. Okay, sip, let's drink. Sip the All right, you say it. Pussy. Here's women. To bow-legged women. Bow-legged. Ha, ha, ha. Save a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. That is. Nancy Girl. Ah, I love it. Hmm. All right. So, I'll start us off on the Bigfoot thing. Okay. So, a lot of you are watching. In search of with Leonard Nebo. Well, no, because that would <laughs> made a lot more fucking sense of what we were watching. We were watching a program about Nessie, Crippin, 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 and Nessie and. And the like it was Nessie and Champ, and what they were, and what they are, what they could be, blah blah blah. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, you know, did a lot with this Scottish people talking, blah blah blah. I didn't realize how big Loch Ness was. That's like a big yeah, body of water. Yeah. Um, and I was good. With the program, the program was good. I thought it was good. Right up, right up to the point that they drove it off the tracks. And right in to the shitter. So, part of the thing with Nessie, according to these folks, and I believe it, is that Nessie seems to disappear. Like they see him and then goes another dimension. It's gone. I can almost, I can almost, I can almost live with the other dimension thing. Because they talked about that, and I say, well, you know what? Okay, because they made us, they made a case that there's a lot of granite and quartz crystals in the bed, and blah blah blah. But then they start talking about time travel. That the crystals and the quartz and certain vibrations <laughs> created time portals. And, portals. and that these are actually dinosaur age creatures that are traversing back and forth. Through I don't think they're doing it. I don't think they're controlling that. But they, they swim through the portal. Like swim from the shallow into the deep end and back. Time for time portals, and I just looked at Alani and I said, "I'm done. I'm going upstairs." I was watching this. There was like 20 minutes left in the program. I, said, I can't watch this anymore. Time, time portals, time travel <laughs> for dinosaurs. This is what we're this is what we're going with on Nessie. 
and all these other and the, the bodies of water between this latitude and this latitude, and you know, there's all kinds of Loch Ness type bodies of water all around the world that are like this, and time time travel. Like champ, eh? Yeah, well, champ, yeah, yeah champ. champ. Time for time portals. They fucking really. I was good with the dimensional thing. Because I believe in ghosts, and ghosts, I believe, are dimensional yeah. beings in this. But I don't think ghosts are time travelers. At least not in the sense that one minute they're here, and then because you got a quartz crystal in your dining room that's a portal to 1802. That's a if, they, if they had said, you know, being dimensional, they don't, you know, it isn't. Time and space is different with that, and you know. But no, they went. They went there. They went down the road of time travel. That's not an interdimensional thing. It's just a time portal. Time, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I well, and, and, then they, and then they, you know, they, they expand on that too. Is that, you know, because you have similar, you have similar occurrences with Sasquatch, and that you can't find them. They're there one minute, they're gone the next, and that these time portals can be all over the place. And that these cryptids are somehow, they know where they are and making good use of them. Well, I'm gone, going to bed. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to go look at porn. But yeah. this. <laughs> That's it. Well, see, in that, I have the same kind of problem with shows like that. Once I see it, we take that route. It was good. Until that point. 40 minutes. Yep. Forty then, minutes they had me, and then they jump off the and bridge, then, and then they try to take you over the cliff with them, yeah. and then they HG weld <laughs> into the past or into the future, and I'm like, okay, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm call these people experts, so that's their theory, and they they refer to them on TV as experts, but God forbid I say the word wow. export, expert. There's no such thing. When I refer to myself as a ghost, yeah. There's investigator. A, when it comes to this, we're all amateurs. No, there's no expert, and you know, there's no science. There's very few scientists taking it seriously. Any subject, the paranormal, and uh, so it's all amateurs doing the work, you know. And they come up with some crazy off the wall shit, and this is obviously one of them. Yeah, I'm not uh, not down with that idea either. <laughs> Uh, I am sticking with the theory that uh, because I, we've seen it with enough species around the planet that we thought were extinct but weren't, um, you know, different fish, species, sharks, that kind of thing, that, yeah. and the ice age supposed to take care of all this shit, they're still around. Uh, well, they talked about that too. You know, you know, like 35 years ago, I remember when they found the deer in China um, that is a unicorn. It has a, a horn, and uh, it was a deer species that thought was extinct back then, it was like 250 years ago or some shit like that but regardless it wasn't you know they found it alive in china in the fucking mountain you know herds of them you know this is 35 deer, years ago i remember when i was a kid watching deer, it deer corn yeah something like that. you shouldn't buy an <laughs> no seriously it had fucking horns on its head you know it's a real deer and anyway uh so there's so much out there we don't know you know oh, there's so much we don't know about our own planet you know it's crazy who's to say that this can't be um there's been enough eyewitness reports you know, some very good eyewitnesses, some very bad. But to go to the ones, you know, where there are multiple witnesses witnessing the same thing, lets uh, a bit of credibility. On sonar, they've seen large objects on sonar on the lake before, um, swimming at a very high pace. Uh, who knows? 
You know, I'm okay. I'd, I'd be okay with it. I think there's enough evidence to at least open one's mind to say it's a possibility. Time portals, no? Fuck that. I haven't seen any shit there yet. There's no fucking evidence for any of that shit, you know? I mean, just give me some, even circumstantial evidence, and I'll, I'll look at it, but there isn't even that, you know, for something like that. But let's get to Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yes. So, I read an interesting story about the other day. Uh, this woman was a bow hunter, okay? And she's married to an actual really famous uh, optical physicist. Uh, so she goes bow hunting in the same area, has for like 10 years, okay? It's about uh, 15 minutes from her home and a mile from a local school. Uh, one morning, uh, last year, actually it was this year, it was, it was March, it was March of this year. She's sitting up in a tree in her deer stand with her bow and doing her thing. And uh, being a hunter, she's done this enough, you know, something happened where the entire forest went silent. And it's something here in Sasquatch cases as well. Right. Uh, the forest will go completely silent. And it did. It went completely silent. She's like, that's kind of odd. So she's, you know, started, her senses are getting more aware. And uh, she's looking at these different, at the trees and stuff around, and, and she's looking at this one tree, and she sees movement. And she's looking at it, and she thought she had something in her eye at first, because it was like something was almost invisible, but was moving. You could see it, just this outline. And she described it, she, once she understood there wasn't anything in her eye, it looked like you know, a creature, uh, a bipedal, that was wrapped in a saran wrap. You know, it, was, it wasn't invisible, but it was almost invisible. The best way to describe it, she said, it was like predator. Yeah. And she, and this is not the first time I heard a story like this, by the way, from the hunters. It's kind of odd. Um, more than one. And, uh, and it was going, it was jumping from tree to tree, kind of like a monkey would, you know, going from tree to tree to tree. And uh, it passed her by, you know, and she actually sat in the tree for another two hours because she was afraid. She didn't know, should she try to get out of there, get to a car? You know, is she... She was scared out of her mind. You, yeah. you see, like you know, you don't know what to, you know, how to rack your mind around it. Interesting story. So she gets in her car, goes right home, gets a call from her nephew, who's a high school student mm -hmm. at boys' school. It's a mile away from her position, and there was a group of them outside, and they saw a triangle uh, UFO fly over the school, roughly at the same time that she sees this creature, this camouflage, mm -hmm. moving from a large creature. So it was at least six and a half feet tall. By and built, you know, you see it was, outlined was large. And uh, now I don't know what all that means. You know, oh, by the way, who her husband happens to be, but this is a fascinating part of it. His name is Bruce McAbee, who is famous because he was like the first guy to sue the FBI over UFO files. This is like 1977. Yeah, no shit. And uh, he took them to court and got, he actually got documents out of the FBI over. He was the very first guy to do it, Dr. Bruce McAbee. And what he was, uh, he's retired now, but he was an optical physicist for the U.S. Navy. You know, so he did all their shit. It was a civilian country, uh, contractor. Country. Yeah, uh, PhD, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, turns out, you know, all these years later, his wife is the one that has this weird encounter with this creature. You know, it could be a Sasquatch, could it be, could be something else. But it was just, I don't know why I threw with the Bigfoot thing. It's just kind of interesting. You know, as a UFO connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrapped in. That's funny. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, interesting. 
So yeah. it may have been Predator. Could be. Versus Bigfoot. But that's not the first story I've heard about the Predator kind of creature. There'd be something to this. Second story about Bigfoot. This one's really good. So, there's a guy, he's a logger, okay. and he's working in this wood shop. Okay. Where they finish the wood that comes in. Okay. And uh, anyway, there's, you know, these guys with uh, the older crew. This is a guy, he's like 21, 20 years old. The older guys would talk about this guy named Jacob. Oh, yeah, Jacob, yeah, sure. And they would, in hushed voices, once in a while, not all the time, but, you know, once maybe a week, Jacob's name would come up. So he asked the owner, his name was Ken. And he's like, Ken, what, what, what's this Jacob guy you're hearing about? And Ken thought, someday I'll tell you over a beer. So anyway, this went on for a couple months. So finally, he got to say, he's like, look, you got to tell him, no one wants to say shit about this guy. Hear hushed voices, <laughs> blah, 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 what the hell happened? So Ken's like, all right, well, I was well for a beer. So Ken takes him out, and he starts telling the story of Jacob. And he goes, Jacob was a uh, supervisor for the company he worked for. Uh, well, Ken owns the company, but his father built the company. So Jacob was the supervisor for his father. He supervised the crews. And he said uh, his father told him his story about Jacob. Now, Ken remembers Jacob when he was a little kid. He was there for a while. Mm-hmm. His dad was his dad's right-hand man, and he just psh, disappeared. Here's the story. So, Jacob, um, they had a house. Uh, out, and this is Oregon, by the way, where yeah. this all the shit just went down. In the middle of nowhere, you know, wooden company, that kind of thing. Uh, Jacob had the house, and uh, they had just bought it, got it, whatever. They were there a few months. And it was uh, summertime, and uh, one night uh, they were sleeping, and uh, he heard a ruckus, you know, outside the house. So he got up and he looked out. He he didn't see anything crazy or weird, and uh, so he went back to bed. Next morning, his uh, little boy, two little boys, woke up, and one was eleven, the other was eight, seven or eight years old, seven, seven years old. And he's like, uh, he was watching cartoons, some shit was on a cartoon, I don't know, Disney or some shit. And, uh, <coughs> and the little boy, the seven-year-old, is talking like a monkey, not, you know, playing with the TV, you know. Like, and his father, why are you doing that? And he goes, oh, I'm just imitating the, the monkey I saw last night. And his father's like, well, what are you talking about, monkey? There was a monkey I saw my window last night, Dad. You know, and this is on the second floor, by the way. Right. And uh, father's like, well, tell me about this monkey a little bit. I'm kind of curious. So the boy told him he was really big and big furry head, and he looked in the window and he made funny noises. So the father was like, huh? You know, because he heard the noises, and, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't see anything. So he goes, well, why don't you show me where it was? So the little boy showed him, you know, and you could see. And the father went outside and was looking around the property, and he found one gigantic footprint. You know what? In the mud off to the side of the house. And he's like, that's really kind of high. You know, so his mind started to work now. Okay, so he filed away, went to work, did his job. <coughs> Comes home. They're inside, they're eating dinner. It's getting late at night. And uh, the oldest boy comes home on his bike, a little dirt on his bike. And he goes, Dad. Something was following me in the woods. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, I heard something in the woods. It followed me for like a half a mile back to the house. He goes, I could hear it crashing through the woods. 
And he goes, as soon as I got to our clearing, because I had to live in the field, the mill, he goes, it, it stopped. It stopped at the, so it didn't come out of the woods. So they got his father working even more as mine. He's like, all right, all right, what's going on here? So, what the hell was that? Nothing. Oh. So, <clears throat> father's, no, okay, whatever. So, next day goes by. All right. Why he's at work. Um. The little boy is screaming to the mother. He said, come outside. The monkey man's stuck on the fence. The monkey man's stuck on the fence. The mother said, what are you talking about? So she casually walks outside. And as she walks out, she can see at the end of the field, the fence is bobbing up and down. There's nothing there anymore. It's bobbing up and down. And the little boy goes, oh, the monkey man got away. Yay. And she's like, what's going on? So it freaked her out a little. You know, first the monkey man at the window, right, then the kid with the bike. You know, so and then the fence, you can yeah, see it right. moving, you know, and her other boy was home. So no, it wasn't him. And they, there's no neighbors around. Mm -hmm. So she shut the door, locked it. So you guys are staying for the rest of the day. Father gets home, tells him about this. He goes, all right, that's it. So he grabs his you know, 44 revolver or whatever he had. <laughs> and uh, he takes his, his seven-year-old with him. He goes, come out. I'm going to show you there's nothing. No monkey man is probably a bear. Yeah. So he takes him out. And so they're going through the woods. And the father goes, the strange thing happened. The woods got real quiet. Mm -hmm. No sound. No birds chirping, no crickets, no nothing. So they're walking through the woods, and the father stops. So he hears noise. And he looks, and he sees through these trees something peeking around a tree. And he can see it's huge, seven and a half feet up, the tree. And he sees it, and it pops his head back in as the father's like, he tells his little boy, this is what I want you to do. I want you to run back to the house, and I don't want you to stop to reach the front steps again. But what? Don't ask why. Just do. So the little boy takes off. So the father's like, you know what? Takes out his gun. He goes, you know, he wants to distract the creature because mm -hmm. he saw the size of this thing. At least half of it. He knew how big it was. Mm -hmm. So he goes charging through the woods towards the creature. The creature takes off and does a parallel course for the little boy. So now the father's panicking. Because this creature's moving through the woods with great speed. So the father, like, the only way he's going to be able to intercept this thing is try a different, a different course. You know, right. like so he starts booking as fast as he can. Just as he breaks the field, he sees his little boy running through the field, and the creature is just gaining, like, coming at another angle. And the father whips out, he has his gun in his hand, but he, he can't, the creature's moving so quick, he can't get a, a good shot. And by the time he's ready to fire the gun, the creature's on top of the boy. It puts down its hand as it's running up to the child, hits the child. The child goes flying up in the air and hits back down. Right? So, the old man, you know, the father, Jacob, starts shooting the gun at this point. Because he knows his boy is clear. Shoot, 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 shoot. Emptied his revolver. Mm -hmm. Doesn't think he hit the creature at all. Gets to the kid. He's, he's worried about his kid. The kid died. The kid is like, no, no. He just hit him on the, right on the ass. Perfect hit on the ass. Threw him up in the air. Fell down. Tumbled. It's fine. Father freaked out. Takes to get home, tells him to lock the doors, no one's going out, <laughs> that's it, da da da. He goes, he gives the mother a shotgun and tells her, go up to the top bedroom, you're sleeping with the boys in it. He tells her what happened. He takes out, you know, his shotgun, and he goes, sits on the front porch, and he's going to wait for this creature. About 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. Everything goes silent. And He's looking around, he goes to the edge of his porch, and he's looking out at his barn. And everything looks normal, but then he 
just just remember what he thought it was an eye reflection. Look down his flashlight, look down, and you can see two red eyes going back at him from inside the bar, and they're up seven and a half feet. Oh, holy shit! He grabs his shotgun, starts walking towards the bar. Gets inside the bar, rips open the door, shotgun pull, nothing in there. So he's moving through the bar. And he hears movement. And he's under the loft at this point. So the loft, where he is, the loft comes down. You know, just drops down. So he stops. He's running underneath the loft. And he hears movement. He's like, holy shit, it's a bug me. And it's waiting for me to walk out. It's going to drop down on top of me. So he's like frozen in fear. Because he doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. At that very moment, he hears his wife scream. And then shotguns go off. So he completely forgets about that thing. And starts booking for the house. Ratchets to the front door, running up the stairs, bust open the door, and the freaking window shot out, and the kids screaming, and they're crying, and she's hysterical. He's like, what happened? And according to her, she fell asleep on the bed. The youngest boy went up to the window. The monkey man came up to the window and was doing little monkey signs to the sounds talking to the boy. And the mother woke up and saw this, and she saw the creature, how big its head just filled up the whole window. And it's the second floor. So this thing is huge. And actually had to bend down and look in the window. And she's telling the little boy to get away from the window. And no, mommy, he was all happy. He was excited about this thing. And she sees it, and she goes, get away. And she yells at it. And then the creature, does this big growl, right? And the little boy then gets scared and moves off. And then the creature's hand comes flying through to grab the little boy. Just missed grabbing the little boy, the little seven-year-old. The mother then shot the shotgun. Pretty sure she, it was a bird shot. Got it in his face. Creature fell backwards away from the window. Ran off screaming into the woods, right? Father sees this, you know, grabs the kid, dash to the car, get in the car. They drive to Ken's father's house. Tell him what happened. Ken's father obviously very rich. You put him up in one of his other houses and just stay here on the bottom. Next day, she asked for Ken's father, we go up to the property with me, you know, die or I gotta get some inside the house. So they go up there and in the kitchen, they walk through well the first door, the door is wide open. One thing he was worried about Jacob is he never shut the door. He's washed the car out. Mm -hmm. Worried about animals getting the house. They get in the house, right? Kitchen's torn apart. Refrigerator's ripped open. Stove is halfway through the window. Just Holes in the wall, the doors ripped off the hinges. Just the house is destroyed on the inside, except for the two boys' bedrooms that weren't touched. But the master bedroom, where him and his wife slept, destroyed, just like the rest of the house. But the two bedrooms upstairs weren't touched, hmm. right? So, uh, anyway, long story short, uh, Jacob moved out of the house immediately. They never went back to the house. They sold the house as quick as they could. And uh, Jacob actually moved out of state with his family. It traumatized him so much in his family that they didn't want nothing to do with the woods ever again. They actually moved to a big city. Uh, and the theory is uh, actually that Jacob's wife said she got the feeling that it was a female Sasquatch. And the theory is now, I'll leave you later, that um, it was a female Sasquatch or maybe it's young and had passed on in some way or died, mm -hmm. and it was looking at the little boy as a replacement. Remember, now we had talked about before right. of children disappearing, disappearing. in the natural force at an incredible rate. So, 
You know, so these two different camps of thought. And I'm not really sure where I fall in. I don't want to kill one. I'm definitely, I want to prove it, but I don't want to kill one. You know, and so I guess I'm falling in the camp that don't kill it. I carry a gun with me whenever I go because I don't want to get eaten by a bear. It's not because I'm afraid of Sasquatch or more afraid of being eaten by a bear or anything. Um, but uh, it's just interesting, the, the mindsets of people and how they look at things differently. And, you know, what, you know... I, to me, almost proving it would almost kill the mystery. You know, it would be a. There's a lot of uh, groups out there, uh, businesses, I should say, uh, corporations, uh, industries, industries that we're looking for, that don't want to prove it. Because once you establish that it's real and it's awfully human, really close to human, maybe human in some ways, uh, ancestor. Uh, like, well, did we talk about the last time about the, the many species they found in the mm -hmm. dwarfs? Yeah, the yeah. hobbits. Bam! Yeah. If that falls in that category of a, of a side shot of Neanderthal, that's human. That's human being. You know what I'm saying? And then you're done. And then it's endangered species. You can't log the fucking forest anymore. You know what I'm saying? All kinds of shit. They have yeah. human. They have basic human rights. You, you can't study them in a laboratory. There's there's all kinds of shit that goes on. They get social security. There's all kinds of shit. So <laughs> they get Obamacare. There's all kinds of shit that goes along with this. Yep. You know, I mean, like it's it's really it's a really fucked up subject. You know, when you look at all the dynamics of it, proving it could be done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, monetarily bad. Uh, yeah. It's, Bigfoot. I mean, I think they exist. I just, it's just amazing that it's stayed semi off the radar. These things are stupid. They're no, I don't think they are. Incredibly intelligent, and their their natural habitat, the woods, <laughs> is not ours. They know how to do things that we don't know how to do when it comes to the forest. I get that, but just... Even the Indians had a great respect for them. They called them the tree peakers. Because they, was, uh, they were smart enough. They could, they could, the Indian walked on a path, and I even know a fucking Sasquatch standing right next to a tree. Well, I mean, that's how stealthy these things are. And witnesses, I've read the reports, and they describe the thing when they see it move, it moves like a ninja. So you have, you have an animal that's, in some cases, almost 10 feet tall. There's been cases... Reported much larger than that. We'll, we'll say nine feet for argument's sake. Nine feet tall, you know, with the biggest body building body you would ever see. You know, so we're at least a thousand pounds, if not more. Okay, moving with the stealth of a ninja and the speed of a ninja. What are these things? Are they? Are they? Uh, I have a few ideas running around my head, and it's a crazy shit that takes you off the cliff. Oh no! We're going down. You know, I come up with the idea that Sasquatches were the uh, Gigantithius that's been extinct for 100,000 years. But what they are is a 
Who knows? Maybe the aliens fucked around with them first. Say, hey, here's a hybrid work with this fucker. And it didn't turn out so well. So now you got these half Sasquatch, half alien motherfuckers running around. They've got all these special abilities. Who knows? That's one of the crazy thoughts. See, I just... Just the laws of averages. Why isn't he in would, bed yet? Would dictate that at least one of these creatures would be special needs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They all can't be brilliant. So where is that Sasquatch? The dummy Sasquatch. That needs to have special care. A helmet. <laughs> needs to wear a helmet. You know what I'm saying? That needs to have the blue bus in the forest. Well, I. Um, or maybe they can all burn this. This one's stupid. Go on. I think they. Um, I think they're family. Maybe, maybe they're maybe maybe he's there. Maybe they're Democrats. Maybe they uh, <laughs> they see that uh, this this child's not going to be very good for the herd and just kill it. They see that the uh, <laughs> Grandpa Sasquatch is getting a little too old to be running around the woods, and they just kill him. They could be Democrats. I think um, they have small communities, um, and I and you know I you have this fed, uh, a lot of people, have this, majority of people have spent any time listening to the audio clips, and there's a lot of audio clips out there where people break down inside a road and. You know, Washington Forest, or take your boat to a lake, whatever, and uh, they just sit in their truck and they, they turn on their, their recorder on and they're like, what the hell is this? You know, like they can't figure it out. One o'clock at night, these things start screaming. You know, not just one, but there's multiple, multiple screams of creatures all over the place. So you know there's a community of them out there. And uh, it's, uh, it's crazy. You know, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, there's these two guys that have been on YouTube off and on, they went to one bunkers, you know, and I, I didn't take them serious at first, and they were full of shit, they were telling stories, but what's his name there, uh, from Planet Weird, you know, mm-hmm. he, uh, him and his old lady, uh, went in and reviewed these guys, and they took them out to the woods, and, uh, literally around 12 o'clock at night, right when they said it start, these things started going off all over the place, and it blew the shit out of his mind, he's like, holy shit. You know, it changes your mind once you, and I've been in that, because I, I remember sure, yeah, the first time. Yeah. I always kind of believed, but when I heard it, I didn't expect anything to happen that weekend. But when I heard it, holy shit, it scares the shit out of you. Like, literally scared the shit out of me. And I'll never forget that night the rest of my life. I think the only other time I was that scared is when I saw the UFO close with my buddy. Right. I mean, the, those are two top things. I mean, you can't get any more fear level than that. You, you can't, there's no top of that, man. I freaking walk up with a gun to my chest. And I wouldn't be as scared. I just literally would. It might cost me my life, but that it's a different type of fear. It's like a primal. Oh yeah, different type can, of fear. Yeah, you know, you I, I came and explained to people. And just, you know, it gives you the willies just thinking about that shit. Oof. <laughs> it really does, too. Oof. Just thinking that, man. Good guy. I I don't know how I did not grab everybody and throw them in a truck. I I still don't know. Oh, I did not do that because that was running through my mind. And there, I had a fully loaded shotgun next to me, and all I could think about was, "Holy shit, we're gonna die!" I mean, like it was just mm-hmm. you know, we gotta, I gotta get out of here right fucking now, and like, oh, we're gonna die. And uh, I was so petrified to move, even 
it was that scream. It's just, you can't describe it to people. You know, and you can hear the coyotes, like, answering it. Totally different sound. And it, that's the power of it just, it just ricocheted to the mountains. You know, just like, whoa, good God. <laughs> oh, maybe someday. Maybe someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe something. Yeah. But, no, I hear it. I hear it. I, I, it's, those are both the crazy encounters. Well, you, you get a good sound of it when we do the Yeah, we do the intro. Yeah, it definitely sounds quite a bit like that. Um, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And I know it doesn't sound like much on an audio recording, but when you're there, Oh, you're in, you're in your middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, yeah. And you hear that, uh, it will scare the shit right out of you. It oh, no, if we had heard anything like that the day like we were out, yeah. oh, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, and plus, we were in a bad oh. situation. Well, yeah, it was, there was no run. I mean, <laughs> no, we were done. We were in a stand your ground situation. <laughs> we were definitely in a stand your ground situation. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I get it. No, I get that. It's. I just, and I did, I mean, I went to the same spot that you and I were at. Um, I had camped there, that spot and right where we parked the truck before. Mm-hmm. Or not where well, no, we stuck the truck. Stuck but down across the road in that open area. Right. And I also caught, uh, which you couldn't see, but there's a spot half a mile down that big hill mm-hmm. next to the creek. I've camped there before, too. But there was a one with Steve and Will, and they were all cold. But I was wide awake because I put my eye out. Right. And I was in a right. world of pain. I couldn't sleep. And I heard something that night. And uh, it was, it wasn't an owl. It wasn't a bird. And whatever it was, wasn't that far off. And it made that noise. And then another one answered it. And then another one behind me answered it. You know, it was a triangle effect. And I almost thought about waking those two guys up. Because these things are known. Even the Indian lunch will tell you, they are known to... Mimic uh, owls and mm-hmm. birds. Um, they can whistle. Um, people have heard them talking or what they think is talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make monkey noises. Th- these are all established uh, by amateurs, anyway. Established, uh, you know, behavior <coughs> patterns mm-hmm. of the Sasquatch. So I'm pretty sure that area is out there. And where you and I camped was only literally probably a mile, maybe a mile, if that, from where I had, right. you know, my right. ice cream. So, yeah, I can see where we should do another investigation. Mm-hmm. Longer until like two days. We won't get stuck this time. We'll be smarter. Different spot, but <coughs> nice and level spot. <laughs> no tree roots. <laughs> Whoop! So, what else is going on? Oh, well, jumping around. <coughs> so our boy likes to keep him. But, and again, he does this. He's like the big boy. He does things intentionally and keeps everyone distracted. So, Trump threw out there. I don't know if it was in a tweet or in a conference or in wherever it was. But he put it out there that he should be entitled to an extra two years 
as president to offset the two years they've stole from him for all of this investigation bullshit. Oh, that was like made their heads explode. Oh, and yeah, it's and it's morphed into uh, he won't step down if he's defeated, <laughs> or if it's a close if it's a close victory for his opponent, he won't leave the office, and he's gonna execute squatters' rights for the White House, and, <laughs> and I'm like squatter rights. And I'm like that what? And it was Nancy Pelosi, by the way. Breaking the crazy Nancy. And I'm like, well, it's not going to happen, but I get his point. He's just trying to, he's, he's throwing out absurdity to try to make a point that you've wasted two years of his presidency doing all this crap. He did which, that on purpose. He wanted to get a Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He saw the bee's nest and said, I'm going to hit with a baseball bat today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a flaming baseball bat. And, uh, you know. He hasn't wasted anything. He's got. I think he's gotten a lot of his agenda through, and he's gotten it through the 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 camouflage and the chaos. I think everyone's been so crazy about getting him out of there. They really haven't been paying that much attention to what he's been doing while he's in there, in between the tweets and in between the everything else. You know, and yeah, he's yeah, economy. I looked at. I know I looked it up the other night, and I just. Goofing around, but looking at you know a graph of the stock exchanges from when he took office. There's a you tell there's a big dip, but then it just shoots up and it stays up there. I mean, even when he's had these disastrous days of 200 points lost and this and that, it comes nowhere near close to to the pit we were in when he took over as president. So, and all the exchanges, the Dow and the S&P and all of them, to varying degrees, but it's all the same trend with them. Well, and you watch, you watch economics, yeah. you know, you said you watch economics. Well, what he did with the tax cut, and this is a big part of it, was, or he gave everybody a tax cut, basically, unless you're dirt poor, you weren't making fucking money anyway, mm-hmm. you don't need a tax cut, because you don't fucking make money, but... He gave everyone basically a tax cut, and it was a small percent. He gave a huge, and this is what Democrats are, you know, focusing on, a huge tax cut to big business. But they don't realize big business is, what, the 38% or 41% of the tax rate. He cut it down to 21%. And the reason he did that, if you compare the tax rates of corporations around the world, you know, we were the highest. No one was even at 10 points of our tax rate. So there's no reason to start a business here or make more business here. You're paying more taxes. What idiot company would do that? Oh, well, I'm an American, but, you know, I'm loyal, so I'll pay more taxes like a dumbass. It's a competitive market. They have to go to where the tax rates are low. So they would go to Germany. They would go to Spain. They would go to, you know, uh, Mexico. They would go to Canada's right now, too. But they would go to these different countries where the tax rate was low. Taiwan, China, that kind of thing. And basically, tax did, or Trump could go down 21%. Now we're on even keel. We're cheaper in a lot of countries now. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're on even keel with a lot of the countries, and that's why we're getting to development again. You know, when you have high tax rate and you have a high wage rate, there's no incentive to bring anyone here. If I have to pay you twelve dollars an hour to work in a factory, but I got to pay a Mexican five dollars an hour in a in a factory, plus they got a lower tax rate than you do. Yeah. Fuck you! I'm going to build a, a factory in Mexico. This is simple economics. 
And it's not hard. That's what I don't understand why people don't get this. And they're oh, the big business giveaway. It's not a big business giveaway, you idiot. If you want big business, you have to make it a competitive market. We want good living wages here. I get that. I want a good living wage. You want a living wage. But we can't do that and also have a high tax rate. It's one or the other. You can't have both. It's really that simple. It's not a hard thing to understand. And to me, it's just so simple math. You know, I don't understand why people can't grasp that idea. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Right? But, but they don't. They don't. Because, no, that's like, I understand. Because I that's understand. their, because that's, that's the Democrats' plan right now is to create this uber tax rate for the uber rich to pay for free education for everyone and free this and free that. Well, and, you know, if you notice lately, if you notice lately, the trend now is the, you know, the AOC, whatever AOL, whatever the fuck it calls it, AOL. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, her Green New Deal, right? What was it? Uh, yeah. $90 trillion and yeah. batshit crazy shit. Yeah. I don't know it going to cost. Uh, $600,000 per every American family is making now. Okay, 600000 Um So, and she's what she said 12 years or 14 years, right? Joint veto. Veto came out and said we have 12 years left mm-hmm. for the species before it's irreversible. And you see a trend from scientists too. Though. Before you knew said that, it was going to trend like hope. This is it. We make the decision now or we're dead. You know, basically, you, you see this, and I'm taking this in a different direction, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said before, uh, and I've talked about it in many shows before, uh, in the alien abductions, and I've talked about um, alien hybrids, and I've talked about manipulation of the human race. And I'm wondering, uh, throwing out as a possibility, that all this push, you know, this leftist push, is not being inspired by an outside force. Is it a possibility? Yeah, I, well, I see that now. But Get rid of the guns. But I don't see... No resistance, right? Save the environment. Better for somebody else to come along. You know, you start thinking about that in that kind of terms. It bottles the mind. You look at John Mack, PhD, mm-hmm. head of psychiatry at Harvard University. Okay, um, Holter Prize when he also ran top of it is... Works a required reading to become a psychiatrist from Harvard Medical School. When he got into the abduction thing, he basically set forth to disprove it as a mental disease. And when he came to the exact opposite conclusion, Harvard and the academic community went fucking apeshit. Here we have this credited (coughs) professor, head of psychiatry for Harvard Medical School pristine school in the United States, okay, saying that alien abductions are really happening? Can you, can you, do you understand what happened here? So there was a character assassination plot by psychiatrists, right. by film scientists, by everybody. And he actually wrote another paper, which hasn't been published yet, but he's been killed, by the way, he's dead. Um, but uh, he wrote another paper, it'll be published at some point, and he talks about, in I, don't want to, I want to use the exact word to use, but I, I'm feeling the grass right now. But he's basically saying it's the, uh, and again, not his words, mine right now, mine, uh, the Nazism of deniability. You know, 
when you have the science, when you've gone through all the proper steps, when you had even physical evidence, which you did, you know, of these events actually happening, you know, collaborate, uh, you know, witnesses, that kind of thing. <coughs> when you can find no other mental disorder for a large group of people from all walks of life, whether it be they were an admiral, mm -hmm. whether they were a police officer, <coughs> whether they were a nurse, <coughs> whether they were the local, you know, you know, trash guy. Right. They all have this one common thing, um, you know, um, you can only come up and you come with the conclusion it's really happening, okay? Uh, and then you have such a pushback to the point where they try to get you disbarred from your university. Mm -hmm. <laughs> your teacher in control is revoked. You know, it just shows you how resistant humankind is to change. You know, what we conceive to be within our normal uh, you know, reality. Anything that pushes against that, we are very resistant to oh, yeah. change. Like oh, you, you know, lock this monster coming in out of your portals. Fuck you, we'll go to bed. You know, but that's, but what I'm saying is you're open-minded. You're an open-minded person. Imagine if you're Joe Blow from Idaho sitting yeah. on the couch who just drank two beers, he works in the sawmill or the coal mine right. or whatever, and he's watching this and he goes, what, fuck, are people crazy? Turn this shit off, Betsy. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's the point I'm trying to make is we are resistant to anything that threatens our preconceived notion of reality. And oh, we're taught that reality from an early childhood. At least, you know, I grew up in a very Catholic home. We went to church every Sunday, we went to Sunday school Monday night, actually. You know, uh, there was God and the devil. And you better do what God said or you're fucked. I mean, that was the upper. And this is reality, and don't step outside the box. You know, mother and father get married in the Catholic church, a whole virgin, so that happens. Nothing ever bad happens in the marriage. You know, the wife never gets beat up, the husband never cheats, the wife never cheats, none of this shit ever happens. And then we grow up in adults and we find out all this shit happens all the fucking time. You see what I'm saying? So our reality is already being shifted and changed. Mm -hmm. And we don't realize it's happening. And, you know, human mind, very fascinating. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, we seem to go through these cycles where, you know, we're saying now, 12 years from now, it's all over, something changes. But we went through this back in the 80s. Well, yeah, you remember uh, Archie Bunker in the 70s, right? Yeah. So yeah, All the Family, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, what, was it? what was it called? Pighead or Pighead? Meathead. Meathead. Meathead would, you know, we're going to be walking around in suits with oxygen tanks because they're cutting right. down the rainforest. You remember right. that? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. We, we, we cry wolf, and then it doesn't happen. And then we find new reasons to cry wolf. Or, you know, when things don't work out, then we go the opposite direction. Well, it's not, it's not global warming so much as it's global cooling now. Right. Yeah, it's because it's, it's the plan. I was just listening on the way over here tonight. Uh, one of the talk radio shows, I was moved in. Was playing uh, excerpt, ep, excerpts from George Carlin, and it's just kind of funny that Levin would use George Carlin as a basis for proving his point. But George Carlin had a whole a whole shtick he did on uh, the Earth and taking care of itself, and why we were so arrogant to think that that the Earth needed us to take care of it. 
endangered species and the species going extinct and this that. You know, it's like people don't understand. It's, it's it's very arrogant of a human who's been around all of two seconds in the grand scheme of things. Plants four billion years old. It's been taking care of itself since it was created, and we think that you know, in the very minuscule time that we've been here, that we're and I get we we can damage it. Don't get me wrong. I get I get we could you know pollution and all that fossil fuel whatever, but uh, doesn't need us. It'll it'll find a way to kill us off. It will find a way to kill us off if if we're if we are. If we are the ultimate problem, they will find a way to kill us off, and it'll start over. It'll, and I think there's a program out there. Um, what if there were no humans? And it shows exactly how quickly the Earth will reclaim even the most concrete city for for its own. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? um, and again, I'm not saying that means oh we just you know just throw everything up and run it into the ground as quickly as humanly possible. But, you know, I just, I, I agree with the point that I think we're, we're very arrogant to think that the earth needs us to take care of it. It'll, and then the species that go extinct, species going extinct all the time. I think they, of course, remember that 90% of the species that are extinct are not because of human contributions. I mean, things like the white rhino and things like that, we've, we've been stupid about it. But uh, all these other little critters and everything from insects to small woodland creatures, they go extinct or they go missing. They go, they go away. They go away. Or they change their habitat so they're no longer in this section of wherever they've they've moved on somewhere else for whatever reason and then they pop back up like you said we we we've, we're starting to find them all the time the creatures that we thought were extinct for millions, of years. millions hundreds millions millions of hundreds of years are showing back up because they were someplace we weren't looking for them anyways so again i think, I think ultimately the earth took care of itself now whether it's getting out of hand from aliens or, or whatever um but I think a lot of things is just, again, our arrogance in trying to usurp power. Well, you know, and this is why I think everyone should own a gun, by the way. Okay. The human species, okay, is the one species that will do everything we can to survive. It's our instinct. We'll fight, right? We'll mm -hmm. do whatever we can to get water, food, yeah. you know. And people fail to realize if the shit ever hit the fan, if there was an e EMP pulse, if there was if there was a nuclear attack, whatever it may be, a gigantic fucking superstorm, whatever, where, you know, you had no food, you know, the grocery store has, what, 24 hours worth of food, if that, if that, if that okay, they have to be replenished every fucking day, they're gone out of food, okay, and there's only so many grocery stores around here, and there's only so many convenience stores, not enough to feed the whole population, out, and so as little food, people start running out of food, you would society see society around us break down so fucking fast. Oh. In this area alone, I mean oh, everywhere, yeah. it would be ridiculous. And if you don't own a gun, you're dead. You're just good as fucking dead. Because people are gonna rob you, they're gonna rape your women, they're gonna take everything they can. It'll be carnage, absolute fucking carnage. You should be a well-armed citizen, not just for your country's protection, 
but your own fucking family to protect you. And I, and I I get, I get, I hear you, I hear you, and I I get when you're arguing the points with the other side, the, the initial intent may have been to overthrow a tyrannical government, but the Constitution talks about those things that are the rights and and liberties of the individual. Right. And the Second Amendment, you know, it wasn't about muskets, and people don't get that. Like, the First Amendment wasn't just about the freedom of speech. It was about... It was about press. It was about... Everything. Everything. And did they envision, did they envision the Internet? You know, when when they wrote the First Amendment, did they they envision wiretapping, you know, for the other... You see, all these things, okay, are protections for you as the individual. And the Second Amendment is the same. They didn't envision a submachine gun, but it was a protection for you to own a firearm. Okay? It, it, people make this ridiculous argument that it was based on, well, they didn't, you know, it was based on that time. I'm like, no. no. It was smartly based it on is, what it is going to be. Yeah. If there were time portals anyplace. <laughs> exactly. It yeah. was on yeah. Jefferson's planned fucking Yeah, yeah. And he knew. It's got to be one of the more well-crafted documents that that has stood the test of time. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, it was, there was some flaws about, you know, putting the slaves at a three-fifth value. But, but, I mean, there were some parts that were written for the time, but we've, again, it's something else that, we should not mess with that. It will take care of itself mm-hmm. if you let it. And and you're absolutely right. Did they did they envision the internet? Did they envision a press that just TV, makes shit up? Radio just makes shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was listening today to one of the local talk show, and uh, they were talking about the fact that there hasn't been a lot of hoopla about the Fred Ashar thing. Well, and not that I think this is the reason, but. The reason I think it's a good thing is because at least maybe someone's trying to get all the facts before they rush to judgment. Maybe, you know, not that I think the local news agencies, they're, they're claiming that, you know, local news isn't covering it because they don't want advertising dollars pulled come election time. And that could be. But I'd like to think that at least someone's trying to investigate this and get all the facts before they start breaking stories. Because you can do a lot of damage. No one cares. And, and it's always been that way. It always been. A retraction is always on either buried in the middle of the paper or on the last page. Yep. The retraction to the headline from last week will never be on the front page. Nope. People will never see it. Never see it. I just remember the original story. First impression. Yeah. So, you know, I, I but that's, you know, protection for journalists. Oh, 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 and we, we passed that bill to protect school school journalists. These young young kids in school now have full First Amendment freedom of the press protection so they can properly do their hobby. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Um, just conflicting stuff. 
half the group wants to get rid of the NRA, the other half is glad the NRA is helping getting rifle teams back in high schools. I never did quite understand the bad rep the NRA has gotten. I don't know why they think they get all the profit dollars from gun sales. I don't think they might get donations, but there's no, when I buy a handgun, I don't yeah. normally know that 2% of that sale is going to go to the NRA automatically. Yeah, an NRA tax. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, unlike the government who, who does profit yeah. directly from the gun sale, yeah. even though they're trying to get rid of it. Yeah. You know, so, again, it is, and we, we will de-evolve de quickly. And a lot of that's going on now. I mean, there's a lot of de-evolving going on now. This this town is... You wouldn't think... You know, you, you think... You don't think big city Bington, but... There's so much crazy shit going on here that people don't see because they keep it... They keep that out of the paper. They yeah. keep... The fact that there is... Where can Lonnie tell me? There are 56... I don't know. There's some crazy number of different gangs in this area. I'm sure there are. I know of some of the old school biker gangs. I know some of the modern day blood crip kind of craziness. That's four. Where are the other 60 coming I'm from? I'm sure we have MS-13. Oh, yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's it. No, that's just crazy stuff. And, that's... and these people have no care for human life. That's that that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Asians. <clears throat> what was I watching? I was watching something the other night and it just depicted Asians as being cold, heartless, no care for human <laughs> life whatsoever except for their own. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> just didn't care. If it wasn't part of their group, they were killing it. It didn't matter. I mean, this is why we have a hard time staying at that. Well, and here's the thing. Um, you know, uh, the Bolshevik Revolution, you know, uh, Stalin, Lenin, Trotsky, uh, when, you, when you read about their views and about what they thought, um, Stalin was a little bit different uh, in his thought. Process. He, he saw only Russians, uh, Jews are bad. Uh, Trotsky was Jewish, but people don't know that. Um, so he saw, Trotsky saw a world of everybody, you know, no, no Russian, no Jew, just, you know, socialism, you know, socialist. Uh, everyone was equal, you know, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Lenin, a similar, similar view is that, but, uh, all three of these men annihilated millions of people. Oh, millions of people. And they easily justified it in their own minds and never felt any guilt whatsoever. I mean, Trotsky's dead. He had some of his own family. Him. Stalin had lots of his own family. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know, they, they had this idea that, you know, they're here now. You kill them. They're out of the way. Dead men don't tell no tales. And they're forgotten. It's part of history. So you move on with the living. And you build with the living. 
you see it in the clinic mm -hmm. saying yeah. sell the oh, dead yeah. don't matter. No. There's no reproductions because they're dead. Yeah. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Absolutely. And this is their thought. And very cold-hearted, but this is their thought process. And I think the same thing goes for a game. They're fucking dead. Who cares? But, you know, that's it's the thought process that humanity... Well, there is right. And... They always bitch about white privilege. Well, I think in the grand scheme of things, with white privilege, at least the white privilege that everyone complains about, not not white nationalism. Right. That's a whole different group well, of white people. Reason. Yeah. But the white privilege that they attach to every white person comes with comes with a fair share of white guilt. And that probably is the thing that keeps more of the ethnic groups safe. Because if, if you were going to say, oh, well, it's my white, if, 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 if I didn't have white privilege, I would probably be looking to get whatever I could any way I could. Does that mean putting a bullet in you or kicking your ass? Because he's not kick ass. That's with white privilege. Like, white privilege, we're good with just kicking your ass. Like, if you kiss me, I'm just going to kick your ass. But the minorities, you're going to put a cap in your ass. They got no qualms killing you. They don't just handle, handle a beat down. They're going to kill you. The whole other show. Yep. You're starting to move back, bro. I am tired. You are tired. <laughs> All right. We are way past two hours. Well, not way past. We're about 10 minutes past two hours. That's fine. Oh, my God. Why? Because we're podcasting. It don't matter. That's right. Um, so, tonight, covered a lot of things. Talked about Bigfoot cryptids, time travel. Uh, we didn't touch on the Bionic Bigfoot, but that's another show. <laughs> uh, and we covered our normal politics and just where we're at with this crazy world. So We didn't talk about Predator. We did talk about Predator. <laughs> First it was in the lines of Bigfoots and now You got Bigfoot Predator. I don't believe in I don't believe in time travel, but Bigfoot could be a predator <laughs> when he comes right down to it. Because he's one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Only if we saw that we get the reference. So, Jeffrey, gonna get to the chopper. Yep. Gonna get to the get to the chopper. Gonna get to the chopper the and chopper get out of here. Out of here. Uh, I ain't got time to bleed. Um, so everyone have a good night until we're on again. Uh, I'm Anvil. I'm Jeff. And we talked about a lot, not necessarily all, but we talked about a lot. And uh, we may even consider running in 2020. So the one thing I put up. I didn't see that. Oh, I thought you saw that. Oh, one? The one that has you and me running for... No, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. I'll have to forward that to Joe so you can see it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, until then, have a good night, and we will talk to you all next time we're on the podcast thing. Show. Yeah. <laughs>